RC Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christi. Spiritual Mentorship and the Ministry of Relationship For Lauren Lagarde, mentoring young adults along their faith journeys has become a mission and now a ministry, and it all came about from a touching promise to a friend. About seven years ago, one of Lauren's close friends was dying and had asked if, after she died, Lauren would be a support to her daughter, who was in her mid-twenties at the time. Of course, Lauren wholeheartedly agreed to her friend's request, and would meet the young woman for coffee, lunch, or walks in the park, and eventually a beautiful friendship developed between the two. And it was in this relationship with her friend's daughter that Lauren discovered not only the precious gift of mentoring, but a personal passion and call to accompany other young adults throughout their life journeys. While Lauren was in the process of taking a lay ecclesial minister program at the local seminary, this call to spiritual mentorship began to concretize. One of the course requirements was to develop and implement a ministry practicum, and Lauren, inspired by the relationship she had cultivated with her friend's daughter, immediately felt called to work with young women who were searching for authentic meaning and connection in their lives. In order to better understand those whom she intended to serve, Lauren began by reaching out to about 25 to 30 young adult women and asking them a set of questions designed to get to the heart of what key issues were important to them, what challenges they faced, what their dreams and goals were in life, and what they genuinely desired. In collectively evaluating these responses, Lauren was able to develop a theme for young adult workshops. While these questionnaires and their enlightening responses were vital for Lauren's practicum work, she recognized that the most gratifying part of the experience for her were the one-on-one discussions she had with each of the young women with whom she was working. The excitement I witnessed in them as they talked about the desires of their hearts was compelling, remembers Lauren. Joy and light radiated from each of them as they shared how they wanted to make a difference in the world, and it was apparent that they were so grateful just to be asked and to be listened to. For Lauren, this realization was a turning point. I realized that I could be a listener and a guidepost for others, she says. Working with Father John Bullock, L.C., who had been working with youth and serving in college chaplaincy for much of his priesthood, Lauren began reaching out to young adults seeking guidance and spiritual mentorship. In New Orleans, where she lives, the Regnum Christi Young Adult Ministry is thriving, and there are several ongoing initiatives, like small group fellowship events, days of reflections, overnight retreats, and book studies, where spiritual mentoring is offered. Lauren believes that young adults need, and are seeking out, the gift of spiritual mentoring now more than ever. Mentoring is not a new idea, but it has a unique purpose for this unique time in our culture today, says Lauren. The world of social media and its effects speak loudly. Young adults are feeling isolated and depressed. Now more than ever, authentic and real relationships are needed, and that's a role that mentoring can play. The desire to be heard, understood, affirmed, and loved for who they are is met in the relationship of mentor and mentee. And it's not just the person being mentored who benefits from this important relationship. As mentor, Lauren herself feels she receives just as many fruits as the people she serves. What I love about mentoring is the gift of watching others flourish and grow, both spiritually and emotionally, but I did not realize the impact it would have on me, says Lauren listening to their hopes and dreams, and watching them flourish into what God has intended them to be is an honor and a privilege. I think I receive much more than they do, and I think this is the beauty. 
God's presence in the relationship gives their story and journey a sacredness that I am profoundly humbled to be a part of. Lauren and Father John are in the process of developing a spiritual mentorship ministry that will include suggestions for hosting workshops, recommendations of best practices, and guidelines on how to initiate a spiritual mentorship program in a Regnum Christi section. At a recent spiritual mentorship workshop in New Orleans, Regnum Christi members from a nearby section attended with the intention of starting up a program in their own area. Lauren has been a member of Regnum Christi for about 25 years and is currently serving as Regnum Christi Director of New Orleans. For more information about spiritual mentorship, email Lauren at lrlag111 at gmail.com. Join us for a weekend of growth as a man and a father. Join Master of Ceremonies Father Jorge Obregón, L.C., along with 12 other legionary priests and seven Regnum Christi men who will be speaking at the online A Man and a Father conference, April 23rd to 25th, 2021. There is a rising trend of indifference toward our Catholic faith amongst all generations, especially today's youth and young adults. At its core is forgetfulness. Many men have forgotten their fatherly identity. In a world that continues to label masculinity as toxic, chauvinistic, patriarchal, or against the dignity of women, if men don't know how to respond to these assaults, they often start to believe they are true. It is time for all of us to remember our identity as Catholic men. This April 23rd to 25th, the A Man and Father Conference will invite men to rediscover their identity as men, equipping them with education to resist the unjust assaults on fatherhood, and helping them embrace a new identity as images of God's fatherly love for all humanity. Father Jorge extends the invitation. Knowing your own needs as a man, whether you have gone through hardship in your life journey or you've encountered a few roadblocks, every one of us is still looking to figure out the best way to live. Come and listen, reflect, and take action in your own life. Become the man and father that you've always wished. Andrew Rewicki, local director of Regnum Christi in Dallas, who is speaking at the event, says, As a layman, I am particularly excited to share, in my Honor of a Man talk, examples from my life that may inspire others to be men of honor in the sight of God. With 13 legionaries and 7 lay Regnum Christi men providing reflections on the full range of the experience of manhood, this conference is sure to edify and entertain. Throughout the conference, men will learn a sound masculine anthropology from the centuries-old wisdom of the Church, discover tips for recognizing vice and being healed by God's merciful love, rediscover what it means to be men of honor in our families, church, and businesses, and gain tools for living virtue in everyday life and grow in spiritual strength. The conference is being offered on the Virtual Catholic Conference platform, a ministry run by Ryan and Melissa Foley, Regnum Christi members from the Atlanta area. Men can register for the free weekend pass that provides access to the conference presentations and some live events during the free conference weekend, April 23rd to 25th, or a $49.99 premium pass that provides extended access to conference presentations for a full year through April 30th, 2022, as well as full access to live events, MP3s, and additional resources. My Retreat with St. Teresa What can a Carmelized Cloistered Nun Teach Us About Our Own Vocation Within Regnum Christi? By Lisa Small I couldn't believe it. 
I was going to spend a week in solitude, silence, and prayer in the sacred medieval town of Avila, in the middle of the Novena to St. Joseph, in the year dedicated to him. I knew this was going to be a special time. What I didn't realize is that it would be precisely these two giant saints, Teresa, a contemplative nun, and Joseph, a simple carpenter, who would teach me more about my own vocation to live a lay consecration in this highly secularized world. But as the Lord continued to guide me deeper into his heart, through the example and intercession of St. Teresa and St. Joseph, I began to wonder if they might actually have something to say to the whole spiritual family, all of us, lay, consecrated, and religious. In this spirit, I attempt to share some of these thoughts here in these blogs as we continue deepening our understanding of the gift that God has given us in Regan Christi, each of our unique vocations within it, and our call to renewal, or as St. Teresa was called to do, Reformation. St. Teresa was born in Avila on March 28, 1515, and entered the Carmel in a time in the church when it was common for women to enter religious life, and when a cloistered style of consecration was really the only way a woman could dedicate herself completely to God. While devout, it was only when she was 39 years old, during Lent, that Jesus began to gift her with very special graces of mystical prayer and union. Almost every church we visited had some image, painting, or sculpture capturing one of these profound experiences. With this deeper conversion of her heart and the spiritual marriage Christ personally offered her in one of those moments of prayer, she deepened in that relationship and within a decade had founded another monastery in Avila. She experienced deeply that her beloved Carmelite order needed reformation to return to the core of the charism and renew aspects of how they were living their vocation. This call resonated in others, and by her death, she had founded or reformed another 16 convents throughout Spain. There are now over 800 monasteries that share this spirituality around the world. As I contemplated her life and her challenging yet courageous call to reform her own spiritual family, I could not help but look at my own call as a consecrated woman of Regan Christi and the past 10 years of renewal within our own particular vocation and as a whole spiritual family of Regan Christi. The news of our Founder's double life and its effects were devastating and our journey these past years extremely painful and purifying. Yet it has also been a time of allowing the Lord to prune us and help us dig down to the essentials of why we first joined Regan Christi and what needs reformation by also looking at our own history and the needs of the world. St. Teresa was called into a specific time and place to answer the needs of the Church and world in the 16th century. Our particular style of vocation sprang up in the Church in 1969, just four years after the closing of Vatican II, the monumental council that opened wide the doors of the Church and pronounced that all Christians are called to be saints, that the call to holiness is universal and not restricted just to religious men and women. Actually, the first lay members of Regan Christi made their commitment to this spirituality in 1968, coincidentally here in Spain, and it was from there that some lay men and women felt a deeper call to live this spirituality more exclusively through the commitment to the evangelical councils. Thus, the two vocations of the lay consecrated men of Regan Christi and the consecrated women of Regan Christi began. We have always been lay. We have always been Regan Christi and we have always been consecrated through a vowed life lived in community. Yet, it was only when our renewal began ten years ago that we had to actually discern and propose to the Holy See what canonical structure we felt called to. It became clear that we were not called to be a religious congregation. We discerned, along with the lay consecrated men of Regnum Christi, 
to ask the Church to be established as a society of apostolic life, a form that would safeguard our lay state, our consecration, and as we chose within the official name, our Regnum Christi identity. Our 2020 General Assembly encouraged all of us to take time to deepen our understanding of our lay vocation. The delegates of the consecrated women wrote in our concluding communique, On examining in depth the various aspects of our identity, we recognize that throughout our history, the lay dimension has not been sufficiently reinforced or expressed. In the coming years, we are tasked with exploring in greater depth the meaning of the lay aspect of our consecration in order to reach a common understanding that can shed light and order various aspects in the praxis of our life. This will require a theological deepening of our vocation within the framework of ecclesiology of communion in order to have a better understanding of the vocation to lay consecration and the theology and spirituality of the kingdom. General Assembly Concluding Communique Number 65 So as I sat with St. Teresa in my first days of retreat, praying about her vocation within the cloister, I heard her call to my own heart. Continue discovering your own path of reformation and renewal. We need the contemplative vocation that God called me to reform. But your postmodern world also needs witnesses to the attractive and saving message of Christ. Continue to unveil the beauty, yes, of your consecration, but even more so of your lay vocation, which is a gift to the world that does not know Christ. We will pray and intercede for you here within these walls. You, you go out and bring Christ into that world, consecrating the world to him through your consecration, life, witness, apostolate, and prayer. I would continue this Avila experience bringing these thoughts to prayer with Christ, seeking deeper light and understanding of my own call and vocation. The Lord led me to different church documents, our 2020 General Assembly communique, the Gospel, and to our latest Regnum Christi Federation statutes, especially number 8. This particular number seems to draw many of my thoughts and reflections together. To fulfill our mission, we seek to make present the mystery of Christ who goes out to people, reveals the love of His heart to them, gathers them together, and forms them as apostles and Christian leaders, sends them out and accompanies them as they collaborate in the evangelization of people and of society. Regnum Christi Federation Statutes, Number 8 Lisa Small is a consecrated woman of Regnum Christi from New Zealand. In 2001, she consecrated her life to Christ in Rhode Island, USA, and has preached, run retreats and formation programs, and taught in clubs, colleges, and schools throughout the United States, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and Mexico. She currently works as a formation director for the Regnum Christi Mission Corps program. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.